What's up, guys? Welcome back to another Upper Room devotional. I am here with Brennick again. What's up, buddy? Howdy. Justin's off doing pastor things still. Uh, Brennick here is a member of our church, though. He works yeah. here. He's on staff here. He's awesome. So Thank hopefully you, you noticed that in the last <laughs> one that we uploaded. <laughs> uh, he's got another parable for us, though. So yeah. yeah, kick us off, man. All right. Sounds good. Um, We're continuing here in uh, Matthew, but it'll be in uh, chapter 21 this time, starting in verse 33 with the uh, parable of the landowner. Nice. So Jesus speaking, uh, listen to another parable. There was a landowner who planted a vineyard and put a wall around it and dug a wine press in it and built a tower and rented it out to vine growers and went on a journey. When the harvest time approached, he sent his slaves to the vine growers to receive his produce. The vine growers took his slaves and beat one and killed another and stoned a third. Again, he sent another group of slaves larger than the first, and they did the same thing to them. But after he sent his son to them, saying, They will respect my son. But when the vine growers saw the son, they said among themselves, This is the heir. Come, let us kill and seize him and seize his his inheritance. They took him and threw him out of the vineyard and killed him. Therefore, when the owner of the vineyard comes, what will he do to those vine growers? And they said to him, being uh, Pharisees, uh, he will bring those wretched wretches to a wretched end and will rent out the vineyard to other vine growers who will pay him the proceeds at the proper seasons. <laughs> and so um, I think this is another one. Of, this is one of those parables I love when they um, kind of start to elaborate a little bit on it at the end. Mm. And you almost get like a little bit of an answer to it. Yeah. And so um, Jesus' rhetorical question at the end was like, like basically going through this whole situation about like, yeah, this guy owns the land. He built it. He planted the vineyard. Like then he had these people take care of it while he was away. And then they just start killing all of his slaves. They even kill his son. And so Jesus asked like, what would the owner do? And they're like, oh, he's going to put those wretches into a wretched end. <laughs> like he's going to punish them. But um, the thing about this parable is that it's speaking about us, about what we're going to be doing to Jesus. Exactly. Yeah. You know, um, you know, the vineyard is like, the earth and what he gave us and our, us as people. And um, he's given us a time for us to take care of it while he's, you know, in heaven before he comes back down right. to rule. Right. And so while we're here, we're taking care of it. We're managing it, you know, the best of our ability. Um, not always the best, <laughs> <laughs> but um, there's a time to collect, you know, and he sends slaves and, you know, those are like the prophets along all along, you know, um, throughout history, right? They come in, they start talking about the owner. They're asking for, you know, a re like a, a produce, yeah. which is people, you know, coming to know Christ, but they reject him. They say, no, we want it. We're going to kill you. And, you know, if you look throughout the history of, of like the old Testament, all the prophets, um, even into the, like the apostles and Jesus, right? Like every single one of them gets like prosecuted. Um, and most of them end up killed <laughs> Yeah, a lot of the time. Yeah. And um, eventually, you know, we get the picture of the landowner, you know, sending his son to go and collect mm. and to, from the people. In case um, people don't know, that's Jesus, right? Yeah. Yeah. That's yeah. okay. Jesus. Yeah. Just want to make yeah. sure I'm following. Yeah. Right. Yep. Don't worry, Tim. I, I was going to get there. But, <laughs> but no, um, you know, so God sends this, his son, right, to us. Mm. And um, think like, you know, in the parable that, yeah, they're going to respect my son. But what actually happens is they end up killing the son. Yeah. And like seeking out his inheritance, thinking that if they just kill the son, they'll suddenly get. They'll still get the reward. Yeah. Right. Um, whereas, you know, you know, we see that in. Um, oh, <laughs> we see that with the, the crucifixion of Christ mm. and um, where, you know, God sends his son down 
his his son preaches to us. He reasons with us. He talks to the vine growers, but then they end up throwing him out and killing him. Right. Um, saying we're going to collect the inheritance because we know better than the son. And um, so the answer to that is like when we do that, those who do that will come to a wretched end. Yeah. And um, you know, so we shouldn't be rejecting the son who comes to collect the inheritance over the land that he owns. You know, and that's kind of like some of the main things um, throughout this parable that I've really enjoyed. Okay. Um, you know, I don't know. What else do you have to comment on? I'm more on curious. Like, how do yeah. you find this, like, in everyday life here? Like, what is something that we could learn from this? Oh, yeah. Everyday life. I mean, I think a lot of it is just being obedient to Christ. And it's a largely about obedience, recognizing that God's the one who owns everything. He's the one who is in control mm. of everything. And anything we have here on earth is just borrowed for a time. Meaning, like, you might own your house, you might own your car, you might, you know, have a person that you're married to, you might, you know, have a church that you pastor over. All of those things are lended to you for a time to take care of until Christ returns. Nice. And you can't uh, take it with you. Yeah, we can't take it with us. Ultimately, Christ is going to rule it all at the end. Like, so don't try and take for yourself what actually belongs to God. You know, take it for the time that you have it, manage it well. But when it comes time and Christ says, I'm coming back, give it to me. You better give it back. Yeah. We we always have that tendency with yeah. our stuff, right? Is to always hang on to it with closed fists all the mm-hmm. time. And it's like, God, don't touch this. Yeah. It's like, this is mine. I'm going <laughs> to hold on to it. Thank you for it. It's mine now, you <laughs> yeah. know, but it's coming to God with this act yeah. of obedience of, I'm going to hang on to it with open hands, Yes, you know? So exactly. whatever you want to do with it, yep. take it. I'll hold it as long as you let it sit there. Yeah, <laughs> you know, exactly. Type thing. And so, <laughs> yeah, I think it also just comes with obedience. You know, if you're feeling a call in your heart to do something or be obedient in a new area, um, when you harden your heart towards that, it's you're taking a claim over it and saying like, kind of like what you were saying, like, this is mine. It's yeah. not something that I'm actually going to let you have, God, even though I feel you wanting it, you know. And I think a lot of times that'll come with things that aren't even sins necessarily, you know, but like you might be feeling like you're spending too much time, maybe like, like in my life, you know, I might play too many video games and I'm like, I should have been doing this. Right. And so it's like, maybe like, I'm feeling like God is telling me like, I need to take a break from that. I need to set that aside. I need to give that to him so I can focus on what he's actually called me to do. Mm. You know, it's not a sin to recreate or play video games, but if that's getting in the way of things and you're feeling God put it on your heart to not do that, I think you should be obedient there yeah. too. Well, it's if you're choosing that stuff first, yeah. you know, if oh. God's second in your life all the time, it's going to be difficult for you to not see the sun come and not want yeah. to take him for yourself. Exactly. Yeah. Oh. All right, all man. Thanks again, Brittick. Thanks again, Tim, for having me. Absolutely. Appreciate it. All right, guys. Hey, we'll catch you all next time.